conversation with Devon Business Show Special in partnership with Westcott's Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Counting down to the Devon Business Show at Plymouth Pavilions on Wednesday the 28th of September. Hello there, I'm Stuart Elford, Chief Executive of Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce with another special edition of our In Conversation With podcasts. And as we record this podcast, it's just a few days to go until the Devon Business Show on Wednesday the 28th of September at Plymouth Pavilions. We're giving you all the opportunity to meet our headline exhibitors, find out what they're bringing to the show. And in this episode, we're talking to Shona Godefroy from Westcott's, who are the podcast partner for our As Live podcast. So no pressure at all, but you're the podcast partner, so this had better be good. Thanks, Stuart. <laughs> yeah, and that's really cruel, isn't it? Now, you're the managing partner of Westcott's? I am indeed. Yes, I well, am indeed. Thank you for giving us your time, especially on a Friday that, as we record this, it's Friday afternoon, the mini-budget, sorry, fiscal event, as it's described, has just gone live. So I'm sure you've got other things you need to do. So this show is based around our key themes, people, planet and purpose. They're three themes that are really important to the Chamber. And because it's been a number of years since we've been able to host the business show, we're back with a bang and wanting to give our sponsors and our exhibitors as much exposure as possible. And here we are providing them for a a channel to share ideas, advice and information. So hence this year, we've added a whole series of podcasts, which this year are kindly supported by Westcott's. So first question, let me ask about Westcott's. You're an established chartered accountants and business advice firm from our region, but you haven't always been known as Westcott's, have you? No, we haven't. We've recently done a rebrand. Very excited about that. We officially launched on the 5th of September. And it's been quite a long process, to be honest, really, Stuart. But what we wanted to do is we are well established. We've been here for a long time. But we wanted to have a brand that reflected the firm that we are now. So we are 280 people across 17 locations, one firm. But we wanted our brand to reflect our core values. We wanted it to reflect the fact that we're investing in people, investing in technology, forward thinking. And that was the start of the journey. And yeah. And what a journey it was, I bet. It certainly was. It started actually in January 20. It got slightly sidelined a little bit Why, during, COVID, <laughs> during COVID. During <laughs> COVID. It's had a busy year yeah. for some reason. Yeah, it was quite. And then if anyone's ever been through a rebrand, it there's a lot of aspects to it and it all needed to be done properly and a lot of people to consult with. And as I said, yeah, we're really happy with how it's panned out. Well, I'm really pleased for you. And I remember you telling me you're going through a rebrand. And I used to run a company that did branding. We were an integrated brand communications company. So I was a bit nervous because I've seen rebrands done horrendously. But I can genuinely say I think you've done a cracking job. And I understand the amount of work and effort that goes into it. And especially a firm of your size, your brand is in places you probably didn't even know it was. It's in a lot of places. And I'm sure perhaps there's some places it's still the old branding, but we will will pop out. They they pop out the woodwork, but you find them all eventually. And probably when the last one comes up, there'll be a little bit of sadness. You think, oh, right, that was the last (laughs) one. So rebranding is a brave thing to do. What advice would you give to anyone else thinking of doing this or, I guess, modernising or repositioning themselves in the marketplace? I think that was key for us is that we wanted to understand where others thought we were in the marketplace. So listen to others and what they have to say, stakeholders, whether they be your own team or whether they be others, our clients as well, and listen, but also have a specialist. We worked with a specialist firm and don't underestimate how long it is going 
going to take to do it. So that's my advice. I don't intend to do another one in any time soon. No. And to do it properly, that's the key thing. I was just about to say, it can be expensive and it can be difficult, but do it right, do it yeah. once. I've spoken to so many businesses when they're starting up and I say to them, look, get your brand right from the start. And many of them, oh, I haven't really got the money, I just need to get going, blah, blah, blah. And I get that. But within a year or two, they're coming back trying to rebrand and that is hard because you build equity in a brand. People recognise it. They see it. So it's a big step. So you've got to get it right. It is. And it's so much more than a name and a colour and a logo. So oh. that's really, really key. So, yeah. I'm glad you understand that. So many people think, oh, it's just a logo, isn't it? It's just a squiggle. Oh, that's all it is. Yeah. Can you just? You know, If you want to wind up any designer in the world, it's you say, can you just? As if it's some small <laughs> thing. Could you just, you know, sort that out? What's the equivalent for accountants? Is there a sort of equivalent of can you just? There probably is. There probably yeah. is. I but... just need a quick bit of advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, just yeah. a quick bit on just a complicated a just a minute. VAT matter yeah. that's across multiple businesses. Yeah. So what does Westcott's do? I mean, it's interesting that we described you in the introduction, not just as chart accountants, but also business support. Yeah, so business advisors, I mean, basically anything you need, any sort of financial advice in respect of we're a full service firm that you can come to us and actually we've got those specialist services. Services. So whether it's personal tax, corporate tax, I could list them all out, corporate finance, specialist VAT, trusts, financial planning, absolutely everything. And we have a core team of who look after our clients on a day-to-day basis. And then as and when they need those specialists, then they are there on hand to help. Because I think no longer can everybody know everything about everything. There's some really specialist areas in there, especially around tax. Yeah. And it's important to really have people that know what they're talking about. Is that your USP because of your breadth of knowledge? I mean, you must be, if not the largest, one of the largest in the Southwest, aren't you? I think we're one of the largest in terms of number of offices. So we've got yeah. a lot of offices. Yeah, that you've got a stru- presence everywhere. But that structure works really, really well for us. Mm. So 17 offices, but working as one firm. And that does work well and we can call upon those specialists whenever we need to Mm. to come and visit those offices and our clients and also go out to our clients as well so is that our USP it's one of them but also we really enjoy that sort of friendly knowing our clients we've had some of our clients for years Mm. and really understanding their business that's what we enjoy and that's what's really important so that we can give them that advice that they need I think that's critical. I think that's somewhat lost. I'm not knocking the industry, but somewhat lost from the banking industry is you don't have a relationship with someone who totally understands your business, the intricacies of it. And to have to re-explain it every five minutes is incredibly frustrating. So to have that long relationship with someone who gets it, knows what you're about, that is critical. Yeah. And actually, it's lovely that some of our clients have literally, in terms of they've gone through different generations that we've acted for. But again, that rebranding, we act for very small clients, large client, large corporates so it was really important to us that our brand reflected that as well yeah and I suppose people coming forward for advice can be very open-ended and especially with professional services there may be a fear of you know oh if I ask for advice this is going to be very expensive or I've got to do what I'm told Mm. what advice would you give to people who are thinking about this or maybe even not thinking about getting professional advice I think the key is to talk to your advisors and you know you can get times when actually we hear about something has happened 
after the event or a client might have done something and then comes back and says, oh, I just need to look at the tax advice after I've done an acquisition, for example. You oh, think, my. oh, if only you'd said yeah. it in advance. And that's about having that relationship where you talk regularly, you know what's going on with your clients and they're not afraid to have that relationship with you. And mm. actually, it's a very friendly, in terms of you know, a friendly advice, you know what's going on with their business. Follow Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce on Twitter at Chamber underscore Devon and search for us on LinkedIn and Facebook. You can register to attend the Devon Business Show by visiting devonchamber.co.uk. In conversation with Devon Business Show Special, in partnership with Westcott's Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. And so you're managing partner, do you still have clients of your own or have you had to kind of oh I, my god I do I don't how do you have, fit it all in I don't have as many clients as my fellow partners so absolutely not but I do have some key clients that I do look after and I love going out to business I love finding out what's going on within those businesses how they work how sometimes they have challenges obviously mm-hmm. and also I can share the advice that I have and helping run our own practice with our management board because I don't do it alone we have a fantastic team but you have that advice and you can share that with them and that sort of advice which we can give is really really valuable. I get it I mean I love visiting our members and finding out about them I wish I could do more of it but I spend more time doing the sort of policy stuff and running our business because the chamber's a business you know so I get that I get that need to be hands-on as well but it's a big job and I hope you don't mind me asking but Are you the first female managing partner of Westcott's? Yes, I am. I took over from Richard Thomas uh, back in July 2019. Yes, I am the first female managing partner for them. Do you think that's important? Do you think it brings something new? I think not necessarily just because I'm female. I think Mm -hmm. it was a new phase for us in respect of moving on. But I think it's very important. It shows that women can progress in our firm we've got a number of partners and directors who are women so yeah certainly very important to show that that progression is there yeah I recognize that from other professional services firms I've worked with that I think those coming through need to recognize and I guess associate with those in senior positions otherwise they feel they're not going to get it they need to recognize themselves in it and say I can do that I can get there otherwise it can feel and could be a glass ceiling yeah and I think what's been important to us is because actually most of our workforce, the whole of the team, is predominantly women in terms of percentages. And don't uh-huh. ask me what the percentage is, but it's over 50% yeah. is women. And it tended historically to be less at the higher positions. But in respect of what was really important to us is to make sure that we could retain that talent within the firm Mm. is to often allow flexible working for lots of different reasons not just childcare. it's not just about that no of course not but flexible working sometimes home working and that has allowed to retain that talent and enable those people to progress and often work smarter as a result of it well yes i'm a big advocate of productivity over attendance (laughs) and i don't want to put words in your mouth but i guess the pandemic must have had a positive impact on that in that it forces people to trust employees to work from home. Yeah, it did force, I'm not saying that some people perhaps embraced it, some people thought of it as more of a challenge, but it definitely proved it could work. We definitely don't want to be working at home 100% of the time. We are a people business. We work with people. We don't produce anything other than advice, which is very valuable. It's not just advice, but we are clients. We like to be 
face to face, but equally there is a place for digital as well. Absolutely. And we've embraced that as well. I'm a people person I love being around people I couldn't work from home all the time Mm. but I do work from home one sometimes one and a half days a week and god you get a lot done because you can get your head down and concentrate on stuff but on the other hand I so miss that collaborative creative environment where Scott's all positive, all going in the right direction? All going in the right direction. There's well, always good. going to be challenges ahead as we go into whatever we go into in the autumn, but we are in a good position and lots of exciting things happened. And I think one of those exciting things is digital. So our digital team are at the business show and really keen to progress that as well under the head of Adam Crony. So The legend that is ahead. Adam Crony. <laughs> He's in everything, everywhere. He'll he, be there on the day. He He'll will. Will you be there? Are you going to pop in I'm, and see I, might pop in. We'll hopefully see you there. So a lot of your team there. Have you got anything exciting planned? Anything on the stand I need to know about? Or is it would that be it's telling? It's top secret, top but secret. it's the digital team. That's what I'll say. So uh, we're doing things okay. slightly differently. Well, I hope to see them there. That's great. Thank you for providing your insights. Thank you for sharing what you do. Thank you for your patronage of the Chamber. It's hugely important and we really value it. I want to stress that. And we're so grateful to you sponsoring these podcasts, which I think will give so many of our members a chance to get themselves out there, talk about their story, share it. So we really appreciate that. And Shona, thank you for coming in. Thank you very much, Stuart. So for the listeners, as we record this episode, as I said at the start, the business show is just a few days away. You can register to attend at www.devonchamber.co.uk. Come along, bring some of your team, especially junior members of staff. I think a lot we can do about introducing people, particularly up-and-comings, and network well there. We'll be recording and publishing as live episodes of this podcast throughout the day, which is sure to contain even more useful information, advice, and hopefully a bit of fun too. So don't forget to subscribe. And you can find all our In Conversation podcasts on Apple iTunes and Spotify. Just search for Devon Chamber In Conversation With. Thanks for joining us. In Conversation With, Devon Business Show Special, in partnership with Westcott's Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. For more information about Westcott's, follow on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Westcott's UK. In Conversation With is produced by Fresh Air Studios, full audio production services for podcasts, live links, and corporate communications. Visit freshairstudios.com. Copyright Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce and Fresh Air Studios Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs>